welcome back to another episode of In-Depth. My name is Luke Hardacre and I'm surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body and equipment. And this podcast is all about straight to the point tips, things that you can take away, implement into your surfing or things that change the way you view surfing. This week, this episode comes from a couple community comments and things I've seen on the platform regarding what I'm about to talk about. And it's all about this frustration and struggle in terms of feeling that you're going backwards. So like always, I will start this one with a question. And that's, do you ever have those surfs where you've been training and you've improved, but then when it comes to doing it in the water, everything feels like it's going backwards. Or if you're really trying to push past some of your pain points and it feels like you just can't get past them, no matter what, you're going to be plagued by this issue. Or when it comes to act, you don't. There's something in there blocking you. The harsh reality of surfing is getting over the mental side of things is so much harder than skill acquisition. And whatever mental baggage that we all carry, that's going to hinder us for our skill acquisition and how we enjoy our surfs. If you've invested time into improving your surfing, you have a desire to change. And if that change doesn't materialize, it can just exacerbate your frustrations and put you in a slump mentally with your surfing. It's a shame, but completely understandable that we all ignore and often play down the impact of the mental side of things. But before we get into like how to fix this and these issues, we need to understand what's holding us back. Until we do that, not much is going to change. To start this, we need to understand one thing. You need to get out of your own way. In surfing, we are our own worst enemy. It's a solo sport. It's not that guy down the line's fault that we didn't hit that section. We didn't do what we wanted to do. The problem is no one wants to admit when they're holding themselves back. And it's not fun and it's definitely not easy. We need to allow ourselves to act without ourselves getting in the way of that. Think of this like there is a clone of yourself standing by your side, constantly being a negative cheerleader, questioning everything you do. That's kind of what we do to ourselves quite often if we're stuck in this. Our reasons for being stuck in bad habits, not performing to a certain level, not improving, they're entirely on us one way or another. So if you want to improve, you want to make sure you aren't making things harder for yourself. That seems so obvious, yet subconsciously we do that so often time and time again to ourselves. The problem with this though, is most people just aren't aware of it until they're so frustrated and it kills their surfing. This is where we need to be mindful of what we bring into the surf. You've heard it here before, tension, stress, fear, anxiety. These are killers of good surfing. Being able to move freely and being able to commit. You need to remove tension from your surfing. And that starts before you enter the water and across the entire surf. 
This is often going to show up with clenched fists, very angry faces, holding your breath while moving, looking very intense just all around. And also parts of your body locked up, not moving and looking like you're trying to protect parts of your body. This is not so obvious to see in yourself though. It's very easy to see in someone else externally. It will look awkward and stiff. The solution to that though is really easy. And it's one part letting go, which is can be the harder part when we're talking about trauma, past experiences, anything like that. But the general tension and stress that we carry, we just need to breathe out, exhale, let go, soften your body and keep that up across the whole surf. Just that general awareness of, I need to be getting rid of my tension. However, there's often a bigger issue with most surfers trying to improve their surfing. And that's the expectations that you bring into the surf and how they can end up making or breaking a surf. The the biggest killer with that for most surfers is expectations of ourselves. And this creates this snowball effect of, I expect myself to do this or that. And if you don't do it, that then becomes very, very negative. There's also the flip side of this that we put such low expectations of ourselves that we never see ourselves being able to do the things we want to. Then there's also the, I know I can surf better than this. What the hell's going on? Instead of relaxing, that's usually just going to push us to force things and try harder and harder. This leads to another problem of trying too hard. Good surfing is effortless and we all want to mimic that. So why do we end up trying to make everything better by forcing it? If you feel like your surfing is stuck then and you can't push past these pain points or you're finding something blocking you when you're trying to go, here's how we can overcome this. Here's how we can make this whole process easier on ourselves. The first one is really straightforward, but people don't seem to do it. And that's set realistic goals. Set goals, but don't set wild goals. Your goals need to be grounded in reality, but also slightly push you forwards. They can't be comfortable or easy, but you can't go from zero to hero. Meaning you can't go from never doing a cutback to doing a perfect cutback. A good way to implement this is be incremental, making the goals small and achievable, focusing on small wins and thinking of yourself being 1% better every surf. And to clarify on 1% better, if you think of yourself as version 1.0, better is 1.01, and then the next time you're timesing that by 1%, it doesn't go 1.1, 1.2, so on and so forth. It's a very slow exponential growth, but it's a lot more achievable. This leads us to find joy in the small improvements and it can be contagious. It can get you out of your slump. For some people, that can just be sitting at the peak instead of the shoulder, looking at the foam during a cutback instead of down the line. It can be any of these small little changes that change what's holding you back. And they're all small changes that you can quantify. You can feel it. You know you've done it. And you can go, yes, I've done this. You 
can almost tick the boxes off. It's going to create momentum. And once that's going, it's pretty hard to slow down. The second advice I can give you for overcoming this phase is to be curiosity driven. To be in search of the feeling and to play with your surfing. I quite often talk about it in this podcast, but I want you to focus on how to have fun, how to change that feeling. What can you do differently? And just let your curiosity drive you forwards. Focus on that rather than the outcome. The goal for that play then becomes less about doing and more about exploring. There is no right or wrong. There's no self-deprecation where we put ourselves down. It's all just about, yes, I explored that and I felt this or that. Okay, what's next? Keep moving. Another part of this that really helps just get over some of these humps is understanding the learning experience. And this is a really tough one because we all want to race ahead and we want to get to the end of the road rather than run through the whole process. And just having an awareness of the learning experience and the four stages of competency is going to help. But understanding where you are on that journey is going to go much further for you as you'll know how to adjust your expectations and you're going to navigate that experience and embrace the suck if you're not aware of the four levels of competency the main gist of it is unconsciously incompetent consciously com- incompetent consciously competent and unconsciously competent and what it all boils down is to four stages of are you aware or are you not aka conscious and can you do the movement or can't you competent and that's it and it starts with not being aware and not being able to do it for most people struggling with something in their surfing right now you're probably going to be aware of the solution or the fact that you can't do that movement you're going to be most likely consciously incompetent just meaning that you're aware of it but you haven't yet figured it out And this is okay, we all go through this, but you need to acknowledge and accept that path and how long it may take to be consciously competent, which really just means you can only perform that task if you think about it. This is where the body learns slow and the mind learns quickly, aka the body lags the mind. If you understand this process, it's going to give you a lot more acceptance of the process and be easier on yourself, which This also means don't be hard on yourself. Some people may benefit from this, but for most people, it will be just you screaming at yourself saying, I can't do it. Go back to being curiosity-driven and celebrate the exploration, not the inability to do something. Another way of working through this is linking back to your expectations and that you need to adjust to suit If the conditions and your personal situation doesn't align for what you're trying to do in the surf, don't push it, adjust to suit. Take those five minutes to observe the conditions and see what's going on. You may be really wanting to work on something, but if the conditions don't allow it, don't force it. Don't be afraid to mix things up and rotate what you work on each surf. 
constantly pushing the same thing over and over without results is frustrating. But seeing small wins and wins from different areas will continue to push forwards and build this momentum. And finally, make mistakes and fail forwards. If you can't fail, you can't learn. If you can't learn, you can't grow. Just have a go and focus on doing rather than not doing. Just ask yourself maybe, rather than find ways to doubt yourself. If you really get stuck on certain parts of your surfing, this next tip may help you. And this is all about breaking the movements down into parts. And it can help find the issue so you can move past it. This will allow you to train small fixes, small changes that you can feel and quantify to the actual change you made. If you want to implement this, you can practice a sequence called whole part whole. This can happen all in one session, or you can split it up if it's easier for you. This is to keep you focused and cement the whole movement where you first work on the whole movement as a all in one. Then you focus on making that one part better. Everything else is just a distraction. Just focus on that one part better of the movement. Make it just easier, tweak it. And eventually, you then want to bring it back all together. After you've made that one slight improvement, work on the whole movement again. This is a really effective way to fix issues in any sport. An example in the pop-up may be just looking up and how when you're riding down the wave, stay on your belly, don't even get up to your feet and just force on, focus on forcing your chin to stay up, looking where you want to go. This will force you and allow you to understand how that one part impacts your pop-up, resisting the urge to look down at the bottom of the wave and what signals it sends to your board. Then you combine it back to the whole system and feel the difference. So in summary, I kind of want to help you understand how to start each session when you're going through this. We need to be aware of the things we bring into each session. Are we in a good headspace? Is there something big and loud going on outside in the water? Are you stressed or tense and can you move better and can you be more relaxed? Do you have any bad expectations of yourself or the conditions? What do the conditions allow you to do? These are all questions you can ask. So be curiosity driven and set small achievable goals that put you, push yourself forwards and make mistakes. Understand where you are in the learning process and don't be hard on yourself for being there. Remember, your goal every session is to relax and have fun. If you've been training, you've done the hard work. Now you just want to show that in your surfing. But by adding pressure onto ourselves, we reduce the chance of efficiency or of ourselves doing that. And that's why you want to relax and have fun. Because when we play, it allows ourselves to do these things. So you need to create the environment for yourself to best succeed. This usually means not trying. It's backwards, but just as we mentioned, trying too hard, expectations, stress, tension, anything else with you that you bring with you is going to kill your surfing. Focus on how you can have fun each surf. And because isn't that why we surf in the first place? Do you want to improve your surfing? And if you were to improve your surfing, 
What would it look like? How would it feel? What would be different in your surfing? And how would you enjoy it? Do you want to follow along a structured training program, sticking to a path that lays out everything in order of what you need to train and when? Or do you have certain parts of your surfing that have been holding you back, like the pop-up or how to fully wrap around your cutbacks? Would you prefer to dive deep into single maneuvers and focus on key aspects of your surfing? Or do you want to get feedback on your surfing from the surf coaches? Not knowing how to fix a part of your surfing, what to train, or if you're doing it right or wrong can hold you back and even feel like you're going backwards, killing the fun of those sessions. They say only a surfer knows the feeling, but if you've never felt it before, how do you know what it feels like? Well, how do you know how to chase that feeling to get things right? This is why we've poured everything we know into our training programs, developing a unique training methodology and breaking surfing down into the easiest ways to understand. Train and find that feeling. The programs go beyond what we cover in these podcasts and our YouTube tutorials. Regardless of your skill level or goal, there's a dedicated training program at Ombi for you to dive into. For beginners and intermediates, we have the follow-along structured training programs, Surf Start Beginner Pathway and Surf Smart Intermediate Pathway. Our maneuver deep dives, the monthly challenges, are structured with training for beginner, intermediate and advanced surfers with new maneuvers added every month. If you'd like to see if the training programs are for you, you can start a 14-day free trial and cancel anytime with a 30-day money-back guarantee if you aren't happy. And that membership comes with everything, all the programs and access to the coaches. The link is in the show notes below. Next week, I'll be sitting down with Melissa Keppers, which most people will be wondering, who is Melissa Keppers? Melissa is actually from the Ombi community and we're sitting down talking about her journey as a landlocked surfer from Belgium, falling in love with big wave surfing as an intermediate surfer. It's an amazing story. So until then, I'll see you next time.